Chapters 11 through 15 of 2 Samuel, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 11 And it came to pass at the return of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon, and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried at Jerusalem. And it came to pass at eventide that David arose from off his bed, and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman, and one said, Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David sent messengers, and took her, and she came in unto him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her house. And the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, and said, I am with child. And David sent to Joab, saying, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Job sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah was come unto him, David asked of him how Joab did, and how the people fared, and how the war prospered. And David said to Uriah, Go down to thy house, and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house, and there followed him a mess of food from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and went not down to his house. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Art thou not come from a journey? Wherefore didst thou not go down unto thy house? And Uriah said unto David, The ark, and Israel, and Judah, abide in booths. And my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open field. Shall I then go into my house, to eat, and to drink, and to lie with my wife? As thou livest, and as thy soul liveth, I will not do this thing. And David said to Uriah, Tarry here today also, and tomorrow I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day and the morrow. And when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him, and he made him drunk. And at even he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of his lord, but went not down to his house. And it came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. And he wrote in the letter, saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle, and retire ye from him, that he may be smitten, and die. And it came to pass, when Joab kept watch upon the city, that he assigned Uriah unto the place where he knew that valiant men were. And the men of the city went out and fought with Joab, and there fell some of the people, even of the servants of David. And Uriah the Hittite died also. Then... Joab sent and told David all the things concerning the war, and he charged the messenger, saying, When thou hast made an end of telling all the things concerning the war unto the king, it shall be that, if the king's wrath arise, and he say unto thee, Wherefore went ye so nigh unto the city to fight? Knew ye not that they would shoot from the wall? Who smote Abimelech, the son of Jerub-esheth? Did not a woman cast an upper millstone upon him from the wall, so that he died at Thebes? Why went ye so nigh the wall? Then shalt thou say, Thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went, and came and showed David all that Joab had sent him for, 
And the messenger said unto David, The men prevailed against us, and came out unto us into the field, and we were upon them even unto the entrance of the gate. And the shooters shot at thy servants from off the wall, and some of the king's servants are dead, and thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. Then David said unto the messenger, Thus shalt thou say unto Joab, Let not this thing displease thee, for the sword devoureth one as well as another. Make thy battle more strong against the city, and overthrow it, and encourage thou him. And when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah her husband was dead, she made lamentation for her husband. And when the morning was past, David sent and took her home to his house, and she became his wife, and bare him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased Jehovah. End of chapter 11. Chapter 12. And Jehovah sent Nathan unto David. And he came unto him, and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich, and the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing, save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up. And it grew up together with him, and with his children. It did eat of his own morsel, and drank of his own cup, and lay in his bosom, and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveller unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd, to dress for the wafering man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As Jehovah liveth, the man that hath done this is worthy to die, and he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. Thus saith Jehovah, the God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul, and I gave thee thy master's house, and thy master's wives into thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have added unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the word of Jehovah, to do that which is evil in his sight? Thou hast smitten Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thy house, because thou hast despised me, and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife." Thus saith Jehovah, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For thou didst it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel, and before the son. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against Jehovah. And Nathan said unto David, Jehovah also hath put away thy sin, thou shalt not die. Howbeit because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of Jehovah to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house. And Jehovah struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. David therefore besought God for the child, and David fasted, and went in, and lay all night upon the earth. And the elders of his house arose, and stood beside him, to raise him up from the earth. But he would not, 
neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he hearkened not unto our voice. How will he then vex himself, if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David perceived that the child was dead. And David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth, and washed and anointed himself, and changed his apparel. And he came into the house of Jehovah and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he required, they set bread before him, and he did eat. Then said his servants unto him, What thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive, but when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread? And he said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who knoweth whether Jehovah will not be gracious to me, that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. And David comforted Bathsheba his wife, and went in unto her, and lay with her. And she bare a son, and he called his name Solomon. And Jehovah loved him. And he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he called his name Jedidiah, for Jehovah's sake. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the children of Ammon, and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David, and said, I have fought against Rabbah, yea, I have taken the city of waters. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together, and encamp against the city, and take it, lest I take the city, and it be called after my name. And David gathered all the people together, and went to Rabbah, and fought against it, and took it. And he took the crown of their king from off his head, and the weight thereof was a talent of gold, and in it were precious stones, and it was set on David's head. And he brought forth the spoil of the city exceeding much, and he brought forth the people that were therein, and put them under saws, and under harrows of iron, and under axes of iron, and made them pass through the brick kiln. And thus did he unto all the cities of the children of Ammon. And David and all the people returned unto Jerusalem. End of chapter 12. Chapter 13. And it came to pass after this, that Absalom the son of David had a fair sister, whose name was Tamar, and Amnon the son of David loved her. And Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed hard to Amnon to do anything under her. But Amnon had a friend, whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimeah, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man, and he said unto him, Why, O son of the king, art thou thus lean from day to day? Wilt thou not tell me? And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar my brother Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said unto him, Lay thee down on thy bed, and feign thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to see thee, say unto him, Let my sister Tamar come, I pray thee, and give me bread to eat, and dress the food in my sight, that I may see it, and eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down, and feigned himself sick. And when the king was come to see him, Amnon said unto the king, Let my sister Tamar come, I pray thee, and make me a couple of cakes in my sight, that I may eat from her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go now to thy brother Amnon's house, and dress him food. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, and he was laid down. 
and she took dough and kneaded it, and made cakes in his sight, and did bake the cakes. And she took the pan and poured them out before him. But he refused to eat. And Amnon said, Have out all men from me. And they went out every man from him. And Amnon said unto Tamar, Bring the food into the chamber, that I may eat from thy hand. And Tamar took the cakes which she had made, and brought them into the chamber to Amnon her brother. And when she had brought them near unto him to eat, he took hold of her, and said unto her, Come, lie with me, my sister. And she answered him, Nay, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do not thou this folly. And I, whither shall I carry my shame? And as for thee, thou wilt be as one of the fools in Israel. Now therefore I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold me from thee. Howbeit he would not hearken unto her voice, but being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. Then Amnon hated her with exceeding great hatred, for the hatred wherewith he hated her was greater than the love wherewith he had loved her. And Amnon said unto her, Arise, be gone. And she said unto him, Not so, because this great wrong in putting me forth is worse than the other that thou didst unto me. But he would not hearken unto her. Then he called his servant that ministered unto him, and said, Put now this woman out from me, and bolt the door after her. And she had a garment of diverse colors upon her, for with such robes were the king's daughters that were virgins apparelled. Then his servant brought her out, and bolted the door after her. And Tamar put ashes on her head, and rent her garment of diverse colors that was on her. And she laid her hand on her head, and went her way, crying aloud as she went. And Absalom her brother said unto her, Hath Amnon thy brother been with thee? But now hold thy peace, my sister. He is thy brother. Take not this thing to heart. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very wroth. And Absalom spake unto Amnon neither good nor bad. For Absalom hated Amnon, because he had forced his sister Tamar. And it came to pass, after two full years, that Absalom had sheep-shearers in Baal-hazor, which is beside Ephraim. And Absalom invited all the king's sons. And Absalom came to the king and said, Behold now, thy servant hath sheep-shearers. Let the king, I pray thee, and his servants go with thy servant. And the king said to Absalom, Nay, my son, let us not all go, lest we be burdensome unto thee. And he pressed him. Howbeit he would not go, but blessed him. Then said Absalom, If not, I pray thee, let my brother Amnon go with us. Then the king said unto him, Why should he go with thee? But Absalom pressed him, and he let Amnon and all the sons go with him. And Absalom commanded his servant, saying, Mark ye now, when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, and when I say unto you, Smite Amnon, then kill him. Fear not, have not I commanded you? Be courageous and be valiant. And the servants of Absalom did unto Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons arose, and every man gat him up upon his mule and fled. And it came to pass, while they were in the way, that the tidings came to David, saying, Absalom hath slain all the king's sons, and there is not one of them left. Then the king arose, and rent his garments, and lay on the earth, and all his servants stood by with their clothes rent. And Jonadab the son of Shemaiah, David's brother, answered and said, 
Let not my lord suppose that they have killed all the young men the king's sons. For Amnon only is dead. For by the appointment of Absalom this hath been determined from the day that he forced his sister Tamar. Now therefore let not my lord the king take the thing to his heart, to think that all the king's sons are dead. For Amnon only is dead. But Absalom fled, and the young man that kept the watch lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, there came much people by the way of the hillside behind him. And Jonadab said unto the king, Behold, the king's sons are come, as thy servant said, so it is. And it came to pass, as soon as he had made an end of speaking, that, behold, the king's sons came, and lifted up their voice and wept. And the king also and all his servants wept very sore. But Absalom fled, and went to Talmai, the son of Amahur, king of Geshur. And David mourned for his son every day. So Absalom fled and went to Geshur, and was there three years. And the soul of King David longed to go forth unto Absalom, for he was comforted concerning Amnon, seeing he was dead. End of chapter 13. Chapter 14. Now Joab the son of Zariah perceived that the king's heart was toward Absalom. And Joab sent to Tekoa, and fetched thence a wise woman, and said unto her, I pray thee, feign thyself to be a mourner, and put on mourning apparel. I pray thee, and anoint not thyself with oil, but be as a woman that hath a long time mourned for the dead, and go into the king, and speak on this manner unto him. So Joab put the words in her mouth. And when the woman of Tekoa spake to the king, she fell on her face to the ground, and did obeisance, and said, Help, O king. And the king said unto her, What aileth thee? And she answered, Of a truth, I am a widow, and my husband is dead. And thy handmaid had two sons, and they two strove together in the field. And there was none to part them, but the one smote the other and killed him. And behold, the whole family is risen against thy handmaid, and they say, Deliver him that smote his brother, that we may kill him for the life of his brother whom he slew, and so destroy the heir also. Thus will they quench my coal which is left, and will leave to my husband neither name nor remainder upon the face of the earth. And the king said unto the woman, Go to thy house, and I will give charge concerning thee. And the woman of Tekoa said unto the king, My lord, O king, the iniquity be on me, and on my father's house, and the king and his throne be guiltless. And the king said, Whosoever saith aught unto thee, bring him to me, and he shall not touch thee any more. Then said she, I pray thee, let the king remember Jehovah thy God, that the avenger of blood destroy not any more, lest they destroy my son. And he said, As Jehovah liveth, there shall not one hair of thy son fall to the earth. Then the woman said, Let thy handmaid, I pray thee, speak a word unto my lord the king. And he said, Say on. And the woman said, Wherefore then hast thou devised such a thing against the people of God? For in speaking this word the king is one that is guilty, and that the king doth not fetch home again his banished one. For we must needs die, and are as water split on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Neither doth God take away life, but deviseth means, that he that is banished be not an outcast from him. Now therefore, seeing that I am come to speak this word unto my lord the king, it is because the people have made me afraid. And thy handmaid said, I will now speak unto the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his servant. 
for the king will hear to deliver his servant out of the hand of the man that would destroy me and my son together out of the inheritance of god then the handmaid said let i pray thee the word of my lord the king be comfortable for as an angel of god so is my lord the king to discern good and bad and jehovah thy god be with thee then the king answered and said unto the woman hide not from me i pray thee aught that i shall ask thee and the woman said let my lord the king now speak and the king said it's the hand of joab with thee in all this and the woman answered and said as thy soul liveth my lord the king none can turn to the right hand or to the left from aught that my lord the king hath spoken for thy servant joab he bade me and he put all these words in the mouth of thy handmaid to change the face of the matter hath thy servant joab done this thing and my lord is wise according to the wisdom of an angel of god to know all things that are in the earth and the king said unto joab behold now i have done this thing go therefore bring the young man absalom back and joab fell to the ground on his face and did obeisance and blessed the king and joab said today thy servant knoweth that i have found favour in thy sight my lord o king and that the king hath performed the request of his servant so joab arose and went to gesher and brought absalom to jerusalem and the king said let him turn to his own house but let him not see my face so absalom turned to his own house and saw not the king's face now in all israel there was none to be so much praised as absalom for his beauty from the sole of his foot even to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him and when he cut the hair of his head now it was at every year's end that he cut it because it was heavy on him therefore he cut it he weighed the hair of his head at two hundred shekels after the king's weight and unto absalom there were born three sons and one daughter whose name was tamar she was a woman of a fair countenance and absalom dwelt two full years in jerusalem and he saw not the king's face then absalom sent for joab to send him to the king but he would not come to him and he sent again a second time but he would not come therefore he said unto his servants see joab's field is near mine and he hath barley there go and set it on fire and absalom's servants set the field on fire then joab arose and came to absalom unto his house and said unto him wherefore have thy servants set my field on fire and absalom answered job behold i sent unto thee saying come hither that i may send thee to the king to say wherefore am i come from gesher it were better for me to be there still now therefore let me see the king's face and if there be iniquity in me let him kill me so joab came to the king and told him and when he had called for absalom he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king and the king kissed absalom End of chapter fourteen chapter fifteen and it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared him a chariot and horses, and fifty men to run before him. And Absalom rose up early, and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man had a suit which should come to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is of one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. Absalom said moreover, Oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man who hath any suit or cause might come unto me, and I would do him justice. 
and it was so, that when any man came nigh to do him obeisance, he put forth his hand, and took hold of him, and kissed him. And on this manner did Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. And it came to pass at the end of forty years that Absalom said unto the king, I pray thee, let me go and pay my vow, which I have vowed unto Jehovah in Hebron. For thy servant vowed a vow while I abode at Geshur in Syria, saying, If Jehovah shall indeed bring me again to Jerusalem, then I will serve Jehovah. And the king said unto him, Go in peace. So he arose and went to Hebron. But Absalom sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as ye hear the sound of the trumpet, then ye shall say, Absalom is king in Hebron. And with Absalom went two hundred men out of Jerusalem, that were invited, and went in their simplicity, and they knew not anything. And Absalom sent for Ahithophel the Gilonite, David's counsellor, from his city, even from Gilo, while he was offering the sacrifices. And the conspiracy was strong, for the people increased continually with Absalom. And there came a messenger to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are after Absalom. And David said unto all his servants that were with him at Jerusalem, Arise, and let us flee, for else none of us shall escape from Absalom. Make speed to depart, lest he overtake us quickly, and bring down evil upon us, and smite the city with the edge of the sword. And the king's servant said unto the king, Behold, thy servants are ready to do whatsoever my lord the king shall choose. And the king went forth, and all his household after him. And the king left ten women that were concubines to keep the house. And the king went forth, and all the people after him, and they tarried in beth Merhach, And all his servants passed on beside him, and all the Carathites, and all the Pelathites, and all the Gittites, six hundred men that came after him from Gath, passed on before the king. Then said the king to Ittai the Gittite, Wherefore goest thou also with us? Return and abide with the king, for thou art a foreigner, and also an exile. Return to thine own place." Whereas thou camest but yesterday, should I this day make thee go up and down with us, seeing I go whither I may? Return thou, and take back thy brethren. Mercy and truth be with thee. And Ittai answered the king, and said, As Jehovah liveth, and as my lord the king liveth, surely in what place my lord the king shall be, whether for death or for life, even there also will thy servant be. And David said to Ittai, Go and pass over. And Ittai the Gittite passed over, and all his men, and all the little ones that were with him. And all the country wept with a loud voice, and all the people passed over. The king also himself passed over the brook Kidron, and all the people passed over toward the way of the wilderness. And lo, Zadok also came, and all the Levites with him, bearing the ark of the covenant of God. And they set down the ark of God, and Abiathar went up, until all the people had done passing out of the city. And the king said unto Zadok, Carry back the ark of God into the city. If I shall find favor in the eyes of Jehovah, he will bring me again, and show me both it and his habitation. But if he say thus, I have no delight in thee, behold, here am I. Let him do to me as seemeth good unto him. The king said also unto Zadok the priest, Art thou not a seer? Return into the city in peace, and your two sons with you. Ahimaaz, thy son, and Jonathan, the son of Abiathar. See, I will tarry at the fords of the wilderness, until there come word from you to certify me. Zadok therefore and Abiathar carried the ark of God again to Jerusalem, and they abode there. 
and David went up by the ascent of the Mount of Olives, and wept as he went up. And he had his head covered, and went barefoot. And all the people that were with him covered every man his head, and they went up, weeping as they went up. And one told David, saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Jehovah, I pray thee, turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. And it came to pass that when David was come to the top of the ascent, where God was worshipped, behold, Hushai the archite came to meet him with his coat rent and earth upon his head. And David said unto him, If thou passest on with me, then thou wilt be a burden unto me. But if thou return to the city, and say unto Absalom, I will be thy servant, O king, as I have been thy father's servant in time past, so will I now be thy servant. Then wilt thou defeat for me the counsel of Ahithophel. And hast thou not there with thee Zadok and Abiathar the priests? Therefore it shall be that what thing soever thou shalt hear out of the king's house, thou shalt tell it to Zadok and Abiathar the priests. Behold, they have there with them their two sons, Ahimaaz, Zadok's son, and Jonathan, Abiathar's son. And by them ye shall send unto me everything that ye shall hear. So Hushai, David's friend, came into the city, and Absalom came into Jerusalem. End of chapter 15